0: Let's turn to page 148, okay? So what we had been discussing yesterday is that when choosing to present Judaism to individuals who don't know anything about Judaism, what's the proper thing to present? What's the proper thing to, to sort of maybe shy away from at first? And we discussed how Rav Hirsch focused on duty as well. So on the third Paragraph. Rabbi Shamshener Hirsch therefore stressed that the mitzvos are indeed central to Judaism and must be observed by us whether or not we see any reason for them. Yet we have to study them, not only in order to know and to be able to abide by their detailed provisions, but also in order to enable ourselves by deep reflection to trace the wisdom of God in his word as by observation we trace it in his work. This is a very crucial point, okay? So yes, it is true that the mitzvahs are central to Judaism. And it is also true that we do them regardless of whether we understand the reason or not. However, don't get confused in thinking that we are supposed to do them without getting any level of understanding. That's not the goal. We are supposed to do them no matter what, true. But we are not supposed to live our lives and say, I don't wanna know the reason. I just wanna do the mitzvah and that's it. That's not healthy it's not productive it also does not help you get to the spiritual ideas behind the mitzvah right so in other words what we have to describe is first of all the way in which we relate to the the way in which we relate to the mitzvah right but also the underlying reasons behind the mitzvah are only going to become clear if you spend time delving into them and when you have that deeper understanding when you do that mitzvah then you can accomplish the purpose of that mitzvah to its fullest extent, right? So to be clear, if somebody says I'm doing the mitzvah because Hashem told me to do the mitzvah, that's good, that's a good thing. However, if somebody says I'm doing the mitzvah because Hashem told me to do the mitzvah and through doing this mitzvah, I'm making the world into a better place through my actions as they impact others, as they impact myself in terms of teaching myself self-discipline. When you have an understanding, it helps you get to the goal better. On a higher level, it also helps you understand what it is that God wants from the world. The way that we get to that understanding is through saying, what does God want me to do? Well, if he wants me to do X, Y, and Z, and the reason why he wants me to do X, Y, and Z is for a specific goal, then you understand that which is precious to God, okay? I'll give you an example. I think it's a powerful example and something that often confuses people. (laughs) Someone just emailed me last week this question again. The question is, uh, there are places in the Torah where Hashem commands us to, to kill people. There's to kill whole nations. It just seems so cruel, right? Now the the answer is, as I as I understand it from my teachers, is God does not need us to make the world a better place because He cannot do it without our help. That's not the point over here. The point over here is God wants us to learn through experience what are the types of behaviors that are absolutely anathema. Certain individuals, certain nations that embody specific characteristics, we need to destroy them. Now, God could have not created them in the first place. God could have destroyed them on his own. He wants us to learn through whether it is actually destroying them or whether it is through recognizing at all times how destructive this process of engaging in those behaviors are, that God commands us to destroy people, children even. Because they come from this background, right? So it's not even something that actually is practical, but it's something that helps us inculcate in ourselves a feeling of what's wrong, right? And that's true about all the mitzvahs, right? There's lots and lots of mitzvahs. So if you delve into them and you understand why you're supposed to do it, it's a mitzvah that you might be doing anyways, right? A mitzvah like giving tzedakah, right? So most Jews give charity, right? We're well known for giving charity, you know, far above our our actual uh, wealth, right? In terms of how much philanthropy Jewish people do, right? At least certainly in America, that's true. Um, and this is true to both amongst observant, both, both amongst non-observant Jews. However, if you have a deeper understanding of why it is that Hashem created poor people, why it is that Hashem gave someone an extra, extra sheer of wealth and how he's supposed to make himself into a better person, how to carry out the mitzvah in the best possible way, it's a transformative experience as opposed to just saying, It's important to give charity because it's important to help the needy. And that is true. On the basic level, of course, it's important to help the needy. But when you get to a deeper understanding and you go through all the details of how the mitzvah is given, then you have a completely different picture. And that's true for all mitzvahs as well. So thus may our mind be so enlightened through God's word as to obtain a clearer insight into the meaning of the world and of our life in it and our heart be joyfully enlarged so as to cling to God and his word with ever greater satisfaction and contentment. Such study will equip us to perform our paramount duty, which is to strive for the fulfillment of God's word in our actual life, right? So if anybody wakes up in the morning and says, what's my mission today? The answer is the fulfillment of God's word in our life, right? You know, if we're discussing, is the goal of life to bring Mashiach Not really. The goal of life is to fulfill God's word. If God wants Mashiach to be brought to the world, then that would be part of the goal of life. And indeed, it is true, right? But the first step is to say the fulfillment of God's word in our actual life. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eye. Within the circle of Judaism, the divine law must be the soil out of which your intellectual and spiritual life is to grow, not vice versa you must not from your intellectual and spiritual life produce the basis on which to establish a divine law, right? It cannot be engineered from a place of saying, I have an intellectual and spiritual capacity and I can determine based on that intellectual and spiritual capacity, what is correct and what's incorrect. Obviously this is a direct broadside against reform a movement, right, that was saying, this is correct, this is incorrect, this is we're going to keep, this is overly ritualistic, we're going to throw out. That's a silly way of looking at things. The only way to determine an intellectual and spiritual life that is objectively true is through reverse engineering the mitzvot that Hashem has given us and look at the directives and then say, this is what my intellectual and spiritual life would look like if I was doing things properly. Forward to the Chorev, where Rabbi Sham al warns against trying to come close to God by creating one's own religious forms, right? So presumably over there he is discussing the idea of when we built the Egal Hazahab, the golden calf, and that was initially as a form to try to help us in our, in our observance and in our connection to Hashem. And then also the Torah tells us very specifically, you're allowed to build Keruvim, you're allowed to build the cherubs, in the tabernacle, right? You're supposed to, there's a commandment to build the cherubs. But if you build a cherub in the wrong fashion, if you build a cherub out of the wrong form, if you put a cherub in a place where it's not supposed to be, it's not just not a mitzvah, it's an avera. You're building something that is supposed to represent on some level a relationship with God where God did not command you to do so. That, that's, that's completely unacceptable. It is clear then that first of all, the Jew must dedicate himself to punctilious observance of the mitzvahs. Rabbi Shmuel Shneurvalher stresses that he who does so, even if he is not able to attain an understanding of their spirit, is a perfectly good Jew. However, once he is committed to mitzvah observance, he may and should then proceed to explore their deeper lessons. Okay, so that, that's a very crucial preface to the system that he's now going to explain. Which, Bezrat Hashem, we will start on Sunday in which we start going through based on this idea that it is important not just to do the mitzvahs because Hashem commanded us to do so, but to try to reverse engineer what it is that God wants from us in life. We're looking at what the categories of mitzvahs are supposed to be teaching us. And through looking at that, we can actually understand that. And then once we get a better picture of that, then indeed we can focus on both independent of the mitzvah observance, on trying to reach the levels, whatever it is that we're gonna deal with, And also when we are engaged in a specific type of mitzvah that the purpose of is to engender feelings of justice, is to engender feelings of love for the world, then if we have that in mind, it will help us on our mission. Okay. so to be continued on Sunday.